going beyond the headlines, getting to the heart of the story. Calgary Today with Joe McFarland on 770 CHQR. Well, good Monday afternoon. What, uh, I think it was fall arrived Friday around 2 o'clock, something like that. What a beautiful fall it has been so far. Hopefully you had a chance to get out and enjoy it on the weekend. And even today, and you know what, considering how smoky our summer was, we never really got a nice view of the mountains. And I was out uh, earlier today. And of course, we've had some snowfall. The mountains always look better with the snow. But I thought, finally, we've got this great blue sky. And you can see the mountains to the west. That's what I love about Calgary. Well, uh, thanks so much for hanging out with us today. We have talked a lot about the arena deal. Well, in fact, there you heard it in the Tony's News there. Ken King not giving any more details because, and, and I agree with him, he was the one who had said the, the deal is done, so why keep talking about it? So he stuck to his guns when he spoke to the chamber and said, that's all we're saying about it, so let's move along. So I'm not going to talk about the arena but I'm going to talk about one element. Well, there's actually two elements. We're trying to line up uh, someone from the McMahon Stadium Society to talk more about the future of McMahon. But there has been a big component of what was originally Calgary Next, uh, the field house. And they kind of lumped in the field house and a football stadium and arena in Calgary Next. You know that I wasn't crazy about that idea. But I'm still crazy about a field house. And why has it not been completed. We've been talking about field houses in this city, a field house, an indoor field house in this city for, I think it goes back to the 60s. Well, I know my guest Jason Zarin will know the history of it. He's the chair of the Calgary Multi-Sport Field House Society. Hello, Jason. How are you doing, Angela? I'm doing well. How long has Calgary been talking about the need for a field house? <laughs> well, I don't know to what degree they've been talking about it, but believe it or not, I think I made a joke back when I first started with the Fieldhouse Society that uh, it was very first presented to City Council in Calgary the last time the Leafs won the Cup. <laughs> so I think that was 1967. <laughs> so if you want an easy trigger in your mind, remember the last time the Leafs won the Cup. I go. think a lot of people would have a hard time remembering that. I'll remember. Yeah. How about we remember just our centennial of uh, 100 years, 1967? That might be easier to remember. That's a good one. That's a good one, too, because really I don't want to have to think about Toronto <laughs> About anymore. Toronto. I, I agree. I, I don't need them as a point of reference or anything. So. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, Jason, so a, a lot of people, even when Calgary Next was uh, put forward by the sports and entertainment a couple of years ago, a lot of people were saying, what is a field house? So let's just start out with the basics. How, how do you define a field house? Well, a field house is um, a covered facility that typically is going to have a track, either a 200 meter in Calgary's case with the Calgary, you know, with the Calgary multi-sport field house, it's unique in that it's a 400 meter track. So basically think of the same size track that you'd have at Foothills or Glenmore, Glenmore um, outdoor parks. Mm -hmm. And then in the middle is a turf field. So you've got the ability, the big thing with the field house is you're able to play team events, practice with teams, individuals as well, but it's very different from a leisure center, which of course we've got a lot of community leisure centers or, uh, you know, even the, even Repsol, which was formerly Talisman, and that, you know, those are great workout facilities and have a lot of amenities. But a field house is a, is a larger coverage facility that allows um, teams and or athletes to work out and to play sports on turf and or track clubs and people that train that need the use of a track um, to have a track. And then you can host competitions and obviously you can host games and sporting events inside. 
And in Calgary's case, this unique field house will also have court facilities. It'll be truly a, a multi-sport facility. So not only the track and the and the uh, infield, in uh, but it'll also have uh, it'll also have you know volleyball, basketball, badminton ability, all all that. So uh, you're going to have the court experience and gymnasia and all that stuff as well. So. Uh, a very complete facility. You would have everything, but you wouldn't have a, a football turf in the middle, would you? That's that would separate. You need to have a football stadium for that. Um, well, you could do. You wouldn't be able to host, for example, a CFL game. You no, you can you can play football inside of that four hundred meter track. You can play football and soccer. Mm-hmm. So you can play both games, and the roof is high enough. Well, again, I you know. There's still these initial drawings of this field house were back before I joined the organization in 2010 when the Multisport Fieldhouse Society worked along with the city because this is a, a city project. And uh, I believe the roof, uh, you know, on the existing uh, drawings is high enough that you'd be able to still host and play football in there. So the dinos could use it for, for games and or practice. You, you know, you'd, you'd be able to have the Colts and high school football. The seating at a minimum is about 3,000. So you could. They make it up to 10 for events by bringing in seating, but amateur football would really love a facility like this, and they're one of the backers of... We've got many support groups, over 200 organizations, and, and football, rugby, field hockey, all those sports are among them. Well, you know, and I, I understand then, because of the limitations of your crowd, which I think is great, it would be more of an intimate setting for amateur football and for university football. It just wouldn't be big enough for CFL. That's what you mean? Yeah, yeah, and as a as a friend of mine at the city who is very closely uh, you know linked to this when it comes to the design factor of the field house said, you know, uh, a football stadium necessarily doesn't make a great field house and a field house doesn't make a great football stadium. Mm-hmm. So in this case it's primarily a field house, it's not a football stadium. Can it house football for a smaller crowd like that and can it can it do that? Yes, yeah. but is it a, a truly a football stadium? No. And I I think that's, you know, probably one of the challenges with Calgary Next which I to degrees, you know, our group or, you know, and myself individually, I, I, I kind of like the idea, but the challenge coming from the Fieldhouse perspective that we had to challenge, the, you know, the uh, Calgary Sport and Entertainment Group on is that it had to put some limitations on the Fieldhouse aspect because, again, a football stadium doesn't necessarily make for a great Fieldhouse. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, this is a dedicated Fieldhouse that now we're talking, you know, once you break up that Calgary Next, and which is obviously where it looks like it's going, and you say, okay, an arena in Victoria Park, and we're going to do something to McMahon, which nobody seems to know, but let's call it maybe a facelift of whatever, 60, 70 million bucks. And then we're going to go back to the plans of 2010 and build, build a field house at Foothills Park, which is part of the whole city's plan on Foothills and Glenmore Park. So the field house has always been meant to be in Foothills Athletic Park. So, you know, if that's the case, then, you know, our field house is going to be a dedicated, true multi-sport public use facility. And, um, and that's kind of always been the vision for the field house. Jason, you said you've got that friend who uh, works for the city. Do they have an inside track? <laughs> track, eh? uh, But do they have an inside line on when are we ever going to see a field house in the city? I mean, I, I've read for many years. I've heard councillors say this is a number one priority. So what, what's the delay here? You know, I mean, I'm not, uh, you know, I'm probably not close enough to the action to tell you always why, you know, what, why over the years it's always kind of fallen off the radar. I think our goal right now is to make sure it doesn't fall off the radar again. It is the number one unfunded project on the city's list of uh, facilities to be built, um, not just sport, of any of infrastructure. Um, and I think, you know, there's just probably over time, whether it's hockey arenas or leisure centers or, you know, back in the day, Olympic facilities or arenas. I mean, public and also money going to whether it's LRT or 
other things, a new library, it seems the field house is kind of consistently always being shuffled to the bottom. So, or it's just never got done. And Calgary now remains the only really major city in Canada that doesn't have a field house. And, you know, I got involved in this. I, I own a, you know, own a restaurant in Calgary called the main dish that I've had for years. And we've always sponsored uh, athletes. And um, I just kind of got, it was sad to watch many athletes and teams have to leave Calgary, which is probably the home to more, you know, junior development and or, you know, Olympic level athletes than any other city in Canada have to leave, you know, Calgary to go train elsewhere because there's not a covered indoor facility. And so that's how I got involved. And um, so, you know, our goal now is to make sure that this thing doesn't drop off the radar because we need this now. We need it more than the arena. Um, You know, hey, do we need an arena? Potentially, absolutely. And, you know, that's, I think Calgary does need new facilities, but there's no way that an arena or funding an arena with taxpayer dollars should come ahead of the city dealing with the whole field house issue and getting a field house built. That needs to be number one. It's truly a public facility. It's needed. It's been needed for, you know, 30 years and uh, we're well behind other cities. We probably need more than one, but let's get this one built. And and that's kind of our main goal. Jason, I don't know if you're going to have to watch your words here, but a couple of years ago when the flames came out with Calgary next, was that a positive or a negative that they threw the field house in there? It was a bit of both, as you can well imagine. I, I'm sure, Angela, you've kind of got, you know, you've got some thoughts on it as well. Mm-hmm. It was a positive in that it brought awareness to the whole field house issue. So people didn't know what a field house was, and so it was great that it got us in the conversation, and I give full credit to, you know, the Ken and the, the uh, Calgary Flames uh, organization, the Sport and Entertainment Group, for, they really engaged us in this and wanted our input and wanted us to be part of that, you know, if they're going to include a field house in this, they they allowed us to sit at the table and help them figure out how a field house and what it would need. We had five key criteria, which we still have, no matter where the field house is going to go. But um, they worked with us on that. And so I think it was good and that it brought attention to it. But then now everybody thinks that the field house is part of the, you know, Calgary Sport, uh, Calgary Flames Sport and Entertainment Group. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's part of that. And it's part of the arena conversation. So people, because they didn't know anything about a field house, they think, well, the field house is only part of this Calgary Next thing. And uh, no, 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 you have to kind of tell them, no, a field house is nothing. They just brought it to light for a lot of people, but it's being needed. It's being part of, you know, on Calgary's, you know, highly needed infrastructure list for uh, decades, obviously. So you got to re-educate people continually, seemingly. That's what we're doing this afternoon. Jason Zarin is my guest. I'm going to put you on hold, Zarin. Uh, We want to take a break here. And uh, after the break, though, I've got lots of texts coming in, 403-974-8255. I will take your calls as well. I mean, if it's a question specifically for Jason, I'll have him till 3.30. But after 3.30, I want to get your thoughts on this because, as Jason said, hasn't really been top of mind for people maybe outside the athletic sector in our city. But what are your thoughts on the Fieldhouse? 403-974-8255. Back with Jason after this. Yes, we are talking about a multi-sport Fieldhouse because it was when Calgary Next was first a uh, proposed rather that suddenly it was on the radar of Calgarians and it might have been the radar saying what the heck is that and so at least it was an opportunity to talk about the need for a field house in our city and then when the city moved quickly away from Calgary next you know all the reasons and shifted to plan B that plan B was really just about the arena what happened to McMahon Stadium? What happened to the Fieldhouse? Because that was part of that huge conglomeration that Calgary Next was proposing. Jason Zarin is my guest this half hour, and he is the chair of the Calgary Multisport Fieldhouse Society. 
Uh, Jason, what has Calgary missed because we don't have a multi-sport field house society? Well, we've got, uh, we've got the society. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just don't have the field house That's to go right. with the society. The society's missing the field house. Mm-hmm. So what does the city um, miss without having a field house? Well, I, what you end up having is a lot of, unfortunately, you don't have an indoor place, Calgary being a winter city, you don't have that indoor place where teams, athletes, development athletes can uh, obviously, whether it's track and field is, is an example, or it could be field hockey, rugby, soccer, football. And as you're training and athletes develop, a lot of times they have to go to other cities. So, and it's just part of, I think you kind of would have to admit, it's just part of the overall quality of lifestyle that international city like Calgary um, is a key component of, right? And, and Again, most of the other Canadian cities that are of any size have a such as that. So it's just a key piece of infrastructure that, as a sports-minded city like Calgary, you, you need to have if you truly want to have um, kind of that cradle-to-grave approach to athletics, whether it's Masters athletes or it's little kids playing. So, Well, you know what, Nace, and actually, Jason, I, w- I was hoping you'd also say that the city has missed opportunities to host, host some big uh, championships because um, we, we only have to look... We, we compare ourselves to Edmonton when it comes to the arena debate. Let's compare ourselves to Edmonton then when it comes to the Fieldhouse debate because for sure I know they have one. Do they have another one in Edmonton? Edmonton has long had the Kinsman yeah. Fieldhouse. We'll take that for a long time. And then they built the Butter Dome back in the 80s, I think. So they've got two full field houses. And then they've got a covered grass turf facility that they built onto Commonwealth Stadium. And now they've also domed Foot Field. And uh, Foot Field is a, a, f- a covered football stadium. Uh, well, football field, not that. And then um, when it comes to hosting events, you know, I didn't bring that up simply because I focused on the, you know, on the public usage of it. Yeah. But, yeah, we don't get a chance to hold big, you know, for example, track and field competitions you know, as far as holding an even international soccer competition, uh, you could do that in a field house. So, yes, there's a ton of opportunity to uh, to host events. And uh, when you can add the 10,000 seats, you can you can actually host some world-class events in the field house that currently Calgary can't host. Um, and that's probably one of the challenges with our facilities that we have overall. McMahon Stadium more than likely wouldn't be able to host a Grey Cup. And, uh, you know, I don't know that... The, that the Saddle Dome is really well positioned to host any sort of major events for, you know, hockey when it comes to, let's say it's a, I don't know, a all-star game or whatever. I'm guessing that facility is dated enough that that's even a challenge. So I think that's a big challenge with a lot of facilities. Uh, Jason, I know I was only supposed to have you till 3.30. I've got a couple of phone calls and I've got a number of texts coming in. Could you hang out through the news and just answer a few more questions for us? Uh, yeah, I can, and uh, that would be a pleasure. Perfect. Okay, Jason Zarin, he is the uh, chair of the Calgary Multisport Fieldhouse Society. What we need is, yes, the society, but more importantly, we need that fieldhouse. And he, he talked about a location, Foothills Stadium area. That was uh, one of the original ideas. What happened? Did that suddenly go on the back burner when we started talking about Calgary Next? We'll talk with Jason after the news, 403-974-8255. Any questions you have for Jason or comment, and I'll get to a few texts as well after the news.
And if you are just joining us, we are talking about a field house, uh, a multi-sport field house for Calgary. And that was part of the discussions. Well, it's been part of the discussion, my guest Jason Zarin says, probably going back to 1967. But it came up again in more in the public eye when the Calgary Next proposal was forward. Now it's sort of like, what happened? Now we're just focusing on the arena. Jason, you have to explain to me, though, because you said since uh, 2010, there's been some really comprehensive designs. Uh, you talked about the Foothills Athletic Park, having it go there. So is it just a case of we need the money or has everything changed now that we're talking more about the arena? Well, I think we still need the, the, the money. And by the way, Angela, I just want to let you know, I've got a bit of a bounce back on my phone. So I apologize if it's, uh, my speaking is hesitant because I can hear myself talking. Oh, okay. Okay. So, yeah, so sorry about that. Um, the money part is that, you know, if you can achieve three levels of financing, and again, this is an area of, you know, we're advocates for it and we're not in the money raising business, but I know the city's got some funding that I can't say more about it, but they potentially have available to go towards a field house. There is a taxpayer component, and then ideally you get some of the federal infrastructure money, provincial money that can help get this thing built. Um, so there's always the challenge of raising money, and I think the city hasn't had the money in the past to be able to build the field house. Um, that's obviously still a, an obstacle and we need to find that money. Um, but I think we're, you know, I like to think we're closer than ever to having a solution to getting it funded and built. That, that would be kind of where we're at right now. Uh, funded and built, but on that location then up, uh, um, by McMahon stadium, Foothills athletic Correct. park. All yeah. right. Yeah. And remember that Calgary next was kind of something that took this whole field house in a different direction because Foothills athletic fields were going to be the home base for the field house all along. Yeah. And then when Calgary next came, it kind of um, basically took the attention away from Foothills and moved it over to the Calgary Next piece, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Um, a text here says, some Cal- some Calgarians want a new hockey arena. Many, if not all, Calgarians need a field house. So there's a text in support of the field house. But Jason, maybe you can speak to the public benefit. We always hear about, well, public benefit for uh, if taxpayers' dollars are going to go into it. I I see more people using a field house and uh, not just as you're talking about amateur or developing athletes, but to me, this sounds like any kid or family who's in soccer or track and field at any age could be using this, plus the general public, correct? Oh, yeah. And that's, uh, you know, as I mentioned earlier, it's uh, truly a public uh, facility, multi-sport facility that's cradle to grave, we like to say, and that's... That's little kids using it just for their their leagues or their sports or it's masters athletes. It's truly a public facility. It's not meant for just high performance or elite athletes. And um, anybody that can, I know I remember going with my kids and a lot of times it's May and your kids are playing soccer, they're playing like football outside and you're sitting outside freezing because it's still got snow on the ground. Um, or, you know, going to the oval to run track indoors because Calgary doesn't have an indoor track really of any note. Um, it's it's always been funny to try and go to a place like the university or the Oval to, if you're part of a track club, to even participate in track and field because we don't have anywhere to train. And that's the biggest challenge. It's pretty embarrassing for Calgary, to be honest. That is a word I don't mind using is our facility uh, availability for outdoor-type sports in the wintertime is embarrassing. And if you told other cities what we deal with when you're running around two lanes around the Olympic Oval 
to train or practice individuals or teams, it's, it's, it is pretty funny. They look at you in, in disbelief. Because that's all there is. Uh, someone texted in and said, wasn't the original plan for the Olympic Oval to be made into a field house following the 88 Olympics? Jason, I don't know if you know the ins and outs of that. But what we have right now is, as you say, a two-lane track around what is the, uh, the skating oval. Yeah, that's right. And I, yeah, there was initial plans to have that being a field house. I don't know much more about it. I'm yeah. not really close to that, but I know it never early on that plan, uh, got kiboshed and whatever they would have had to do to the turf field. I think that they had for that, believe it or not, I think never got used and it got sold like right away. Uh, which is weird. Uh, Again, I don't know. A okay. whole bunch, Let whole me just see. Uh, I'm going to keep you for a few more minutes here. So I want to get in through uh, some phone calls. 403-974-8255. Uh, Chris, your thoughts on a field house? Well, I have a, a unique perspective on this because I, uh, I ran track and played football here in Calgary. And I wish I had an oval because we used to train in the underground parkade of, <laughs> of, of, of the hospital in the wintertime. Uh, subsequently, I actually ended up going down to the States and I played football and ran track in Utah. And we had a field house uh, attached right to the football stadium. And, and it was a godsend. And it wasn't just for the athletes. It was for the students. But it as your guest was just saying it was for the public as well and they would have different times to do everything they they we had an indoor track a full 400 meter track uh we had the football uh field inside you couldn't you know have a have a game i think it held about five thousand people but the ceiling the roof was high enough that they could punt it in uh there's basketball courts the gym was in there for the students that they could go in and all the uh, uh weight facilities were there it was a, it was a fantastic um addition Chris, how, Chris how long ago did you uh, play college football then? Oh, you don't even want to know. No, I, was, I do uh, want to know. 80, 87 to 91. And the only reason I want to know is that was 87 to 91, uh, and Calgary still doesn't have a field house. No, that's and, right. It puts it, it into context. Yeah, yeah it, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. And as, as uh, your guest is saying, this whole thing got shuffled off. Uh, that now we've gone from not even talking about replacing McMahon Stadium to now it's all just about a hockey arena. Mm-hmm. And I'm a flame season ticket holder, don't get me wrong, but I think the greatest good, uh, and at that location of Foothills, is, is the only one that makes sense to me, because you're right by the university, it's right beside McMahon Stadium, the Stampeders can practice inside in minus 30, you know, and uh, uh, have, have indoor facilities, have those international track meets, and we can expand and have more seating. Uh, you can ha- you can even put in temporary basketball uh, facilities in there as well. So yeah. it, it makes so much sense on every level. And in typical Calgary fashion, we all talk about it, and then nothing gets done. Chris, thanks for the call. Uh, Jason, Good obviously, call. you would agree with everything that Jason says. But uh, any thoughts on Jason on, on Chris's call? Yeah. Well, no, that was a great call. I mean, there's a there's a guy that clearly has experienced it and gone to a facility somewhere else back in the. Whatever he said, the late '80s or early '90s, and uh, yeah, no, it's a, a good example of why we need a field house. So that was a, that was a great call, Jason. Here's a text. Here's a text, though. I'm a soccer player. In the winter, we play in indoor gyms with hardwood floors. An indoor soccer field would be nice since we have long winter seasons. Now we do have, don't we have our soccer uh, pitch indoors? Oh gosh, way out in the southeast. I swear, I I, I visited there many years ago. Yeah, there are now some of the soccer clubs. Foothills has built something. Uh, for example, the Foothills uh, soccer club has built a yeah. facility for themselves, and we have some covered grass fields. But soccer pretty much dominates all the time, and it's usually used for minor soccer, soccer. And to get any other kind of time for non soccer is very difficult. I see, yeah, okay. And so they're really not truly public access. 
user-friendly. Um, so again, yeah. when you've got, like Chris says in that call earlier, so many athletes, like minor football now for Calgary, believe it or not, almost all the minor football athletes, when it comes to training camps and the big evaluation camps, everything is moving to Edmonton now. So this year is the first year that football is moving to Edmonton. Like I said, a lot of track competitions, track athletes move to Edmonton. Rugby moves out of Calgary because there's no facilities for rugby. Um, I don't know about field hockey, probably the same issue. But anybody that uses a field has to leave the city pretty much in the wintertime. Yeah, I mean, um, we, have the, we have the great Hellard Field for amateur football and stuff, but that's an outdoor facility. You're right. So uh, let me just, before I let you go here, I want to squeeze in a couple of more calls, and then I'll, I'll still take calls after I say, say goodbye to Jason. I'm just keeping them longer than I had promised. Hi, Gary. Gary, uh, you got to turn your radio down. Or not. We just have to wait for this lovely delay. Hi, Gary. you got to turn your radio down. It is. Okay. Uh, yeah. Do you know the difference between need and want? We need water treatment systems. We need an infrastructure grid. We need transportation. A field house is a want. It would be nice if we have it and can afford it. Let the people who really think they need it and want it come up with about a third of it and then come to us and ask and get that third from private, not from other sources of government because there's only one taxpayer. No. Needs, wants, two completely different things and it's about time a lot of the people here realize that we aren't we aren't flush there's a lot of needs out there that aren't being met so the wants back burner thanks. Gary, Gary thanks and and Jason I'm sure you'll you'll hear those comments as well I, I mean I've got a number of text people saying uh, the Fieldhouse Society should have a lottery to try to raise the money so you probably recognize that that's what taxpayers feel as well yeah we hear that uh, a lot as well and again we're not a, a funding organization um, you know, we're, we're there working with the city as an advocate organization and a support organization to, uh, to help make the field house a reality. And, you know, that, the, the, you know, whether the city has the music center or it's got a library or it's got a lot of other amenities that make, and, and there's many other ones that we've got that, uh, make Calgary a great destination city. Um, not everybody uses every publicly funded facility in this city. I don't, use a library and I don't use LRT much, but I agree that they're an amazing amenity for our city to help us take, take us down the road as a, as a global, globally strong city. That's a destination for everybody. I know they're, they're very important. And of course, uh, value added to the city and a field house is very much in the same, uh, in the same realm. So, um, I think it's ever, but sports and athletics, every bit as important as culture. And, uh, you know, it's interesting in the, um, the economic development plan for the city is done by the Calgary Economic Development Authority. I mean, they've got community energy as kind of one of the key cornerstones for um, that plan. And the whole idea of having facilities where Calgarians can choose to be active to their level of choice and to play and, and be active is a key part of that driver and that uh, part of that plan. So that's identified in our Economic Development Authority plan. So it's um, it's interesting. This is part of Calgary's plan, and that's why the Fieldhouse Nest you know, needs to get built. And I think the candidates in, in this election coming up were already pushed over to a new group of councillors and potentially a new mayor. But, uh, you know, it's now we're into a whole new council, um, you know, come October after the elections. And so it's already delayed again now to this new, yeah. uh, the new elected officials. And all I could say is it would be great. Uh, our Fieldhouse Society advocates that we'd like to hear the position of all the new councillors once they get elected in and the new mayor, if there is one, or the existing mayor, if 
if Mr. Nenshi continues on, we'd like to hear their positions on the field house and funding it and what their timelines are before the election so that that becomes an election, election issue that we can all include in our decision making. Perfect, Jason. Thanks so much. Hopefully we're not talking about it 50 years from now. I hope not. Let's uh, get out and do some running together in a field house when it gets built in three or four years. Jason Zarin, chair of the Calgary Multisport Fieldhouse Society, 403-974-8255. More texts and phone calls to get to. We'll do that after this.